That is gives a little energy. I like it? it. Yeah. This is Sarah's choice for our lead-in song. Oh, I like it. This is Fallout Boy. You think it? Yeah. It, it gives a little. We. I mean, no. We listen to this kind of music all the time. Who's we? My kids and I. What do do you when you get in the car with your kids? Do it's you listen pop. to their music? Or? No, it's all pop music. I like pop music. Right. And then like, but Brandon's very particular. Like all of a sudden, I'll switch around and it's like an old Michael Jackson song. He's like, no. And then I switch to Bruno Mars. He's like, all right. Like he likes. He, he's like, he what likes is, updated. Yeah, he'll be like, what is this crazy '80s song? Like, he's really rude about it. Like, <laughs> crazy so, '80s song. Yeah. Uh, but this is. Um, Sarah's favorite part of this song. She likes that. I like that, yeah. Uh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Fire. Uh, so those of you watching know, those of you listening do not, the voice you hear is not Sarah's. It is Heather McDonald. Yes. And Heather, thank you for joining us on Off the Rails. Thank you for having me. Um, Wait, so when when my kids were smaller, yes. we rotated. So there was three kids okay. and me, and so I would pick a song, they would pick a, and each one got to pick a song. That's you, nice. Do you just go a radio station? I, and, well, listen, I've always liked like Kiss FM type of whatever the popular music is, mm-hmm. hip hop and stuff. Um, that's my choice. Once in a while, like I'll come across like a Fleetwood song, Fleetwood Mac song or Dave Matthews. And I like that, but mm-hmm. it's like, I listen to the popular stuff. So the kids were raised on the popular stuff. Like I never did a Disney CD or did, or did the popular song sung by kids. Right. No, I never hated, hated that. that. Hated that. And, um, so yeah, they liked the the stuff. Oh, and the it's kids, bad. Bo- the kids bop CD. But there is like oh. the, sometimes like the lyrics of songs like "Push your pandas to the side, gonna make you feel right." I'm like, that's they're gonna figure that out. Like that's dirty. They're and then, gonna figure and it out. And then the Usher song about the stripper. Yeah. I mean, those lyrics are so disturbing. But because let me ask you something: When you were growing up, yes, did you know Roxanne was about a hooker? Yes. See, it took me a little well, while. Well, I knew about hookers at six. I wa- what? Uh, Eve Plum did a made-for-TV movie called Eve Plum from Jan from Brady. From Jan Brady, yeah, yeah. Dawn the Teenage Hooker. She and did I, what? The she, Dawn the Dawn teenage-, teenage Hooker, something like that. Look it up. It existed, okay? She wore a very cute suede hooker outfit. They picked the wrong Brady, by the way, to be the hooker. Well, no, that's what the hookers are. They're young girls that, you know. But they couldn't have got Marsha in there? I'm just saying, Jan wasn't the right. Yeah, wasn't the right but one. Then that's when I knew what a hooker was, and I thought I, I was. Yeah, I didn't think it was such a bad job. The hooker job. Yeah. You know, I remember seeing um, Taxi Driver when I was very young. My parents let me see some. Like, yeah, my, my parents let yeah. me see everything. And I saw Amityville Horror, yeah. Jaws, Rosemary's Baby. I remember seeing Taxi Driver, and obviously yeah. it wasn't not like when it was in the theaters, but a little later. Right. And. Um, and uh, what's her name? Um, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. But I remember thinking also, oh, she seems nice. And and my brother was like, she's a hooker. And I was like, that's fine. She seems like a nice one. Yeah. And he was like, duh. And that's when he told me, hookers aren't nice. He was my, really straight like, ahead with like that. Like my mom would point out awful things that I should have never known. Like she'd be like, I'd be like, oh, it's Johnny's birthday. And she's like, ugh. His, her, you know, the dad cheats with everyone and everyone knows what the mother. Like, she just told me stuff like that. And then, like, I remember one time we were in the ER for my brother, like, broke his elbow or something. And this old lady came and she sat down and she had, like, you know, bandages on her wrist. And my mom's like, she tried to kill herself. That's what you do. You slit your wrist. I'm like, why are you telling? Looking back, I would have never known that she tried to kill herself. I'm like, why are you telling me this? 
it's funny, you know, as like, we get I mean, older everything. and we look back at our parents. My parents were total no filter. I was just like the youngest of five. And then th- that's the other thing that I've They were no filter with you? No, none at all. They were come- they different with your with your older siblings? Probably a little bit, but then it was like, see what happens is sometimes people will like, some moms sometimes will be like, I don't like that boy in the class or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you do understand he has three older brothers. You know, he is being raised differently. And you, as a parent, cannot keep your youngest kid from, that kid's going to watch SpongeBob at four, he's going to watch Family Guy at nine. Yep. Like, and that's that. And it's like, so I was that kid that like not that, just the TV shows Heather yeah. but they're gonna be in their older brother's room right when shit is being talked about right where exactly. he's like what is happening yeah. yeah so like I knew what sex was and everything like and I would like tell my fourth grade friends I had three I older had, brothers yeah because I had older siblings yeah. too and so I just think sometimes it's just impossible when you're like the mistake child and it's like everyone's exhausted like no one's gonna keep it from you but then you become a stand-up comic and it's fine that's the thing like my mom kept trying for a girl and she stopped mm. like at four boys she was like that's it that's but- so sad when you know that you were that fourth yeah. boy that she just was like oh fuck it Not my I have, I have cousins who are um she had five kids four boys and the fifth is the girl yeah and that fourth son is so fucked up because he's like just knew he was like the least wanted <laughs> like absolutely the least wanted like like and back in those days like nobody like he said like she came and she was like a real like new york like glamour girl so she was really wanted that girl and then they just they said it's another boy and that's how they told his dad is that like, his name another boy yes, it's another boy carrie yeah. you they should have just yeah. called him you i i my parents because i had three older brothers too like so, my rules as far as so wait, you're the youngest those, of four. I'm the youngest of four. You know that there's the, they just did that study saying the, that that um, people the youngest the youngest child is the, the most funny. We have to the be. funniest, and it is true. There's so well in our even our, in our writers room at Chelsea lately. It was like everybody. Chelsea's the youngest. You're the youngest. Tom, our head writer, was yeah. the youngest of was seven Jen or eight. The youngest. Jen is the youngest. Chris was three out of four. Yeah. Um. Brad, the youngest. Jiffy's the youngest. No, he's the middle, but you just he just so odd. Who knows? He is, <laughs> Jiffy's got great looking siblings. Have you seen his no, siblings? No, I heard I heard everyone says that you think Jiffy's cute and like everyone around him is like oh, killing and it. And doctors and yeah. lawyers. Like they came out when we went to Tempe. His whole family came out. I was no, like, he's Dude! totally like the loser. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No. But he no. also like he um his whole family is like he's told me some really He's such an understated guy. I found out that his dad was a doctor like seven years into knowing him. Yeah, no, he doesn't. You have to pull it out. And then he said, and can you keep that on the DL? Why? I don't know. I guess he felt like, I don't know, maybe because everybody gave Brad so much shit for being of privilege, you know? Yeah. And I think maybe he thought that somehow he would get crap for that. I'm like, no, I don't think so. But how, now your dad was in the military. No, he w- but not well, as a career. Not as a career, but yeah. he was in the mm-hmm. military. Yes. Did that, um, did that bleed over into his parenting at all? Oh my God. Well, I mean, I really got it. Like, you know, when my dad passed this past year, and when he in one of in his many like last few years of illness, he had this stroke. We didn't even know it was a stroke. And then when he was sort of like coming in and out of it, was like the first time he talked about how he killed two Japanese soldiers. Come on. Never had told my mom, would never tell us. And it's a different generation, by the way. It's a different generation of men. Yes, Absolutely. but I'm like, here he is in his 80s, and 
this is, you know, the part of the brain where, you know, you're like when you have a stroke, you're kind of think something's getting a little unlocked. Yeah. And, and he's like, I, I saw and I saw their eyes and I saw and it was like, you know, it was almost like he was facing death and like feeling, oh, my God, you know, I've kept this yeah. even though I did what was right. Catholic fighting the country that attacked yeah. us. And um but yeah, I think it totally haunted him his whole life. And then when I think about Soldier's Day, I'm just like, oh my God, you know what they go through. And it's, yeah, but my dad, no. Was, how do was, you feel, think it, how do you think it affected like how he was around you guys? He was a total yeller, like the worst temper. Like I totally love him, forgive him, but it was, we just never knew what we were coming home to. And that probably had to do with what he was holding in and all that. Do you that? And I mean, maybe you know, but like maybe if if he had realized it and it was a different era, and he and he could recognize like I have anger management issues, yeah. and let me see what I can do so I don't have this reaction when like someone leaves a skateboard out. You know, like it's you know that kind of yeah. thing. And I just think I think sometimes parents get like that, whether they had something traumatic or not, and they just they don't realize how often they're getting like crazy upset about something. It's like you know. Yeah. It's like, what, what are you freaking out about? Like, a kid at school has brain cancer. Like, chill the fuck out. Like, this is not a big deal. You know, I... Yeah, but, you, well, I got to tell you, first of all, I was thinking about you this weekend because I saw my parents... How can you not? I know. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I saw my parents in Boston, right? Mm -hmm. My parents are getting a little older. And I yeah. saw, when they drove away, you know, they both put on their, you know, the old people glasses, yeah. the sunglasses that yeah. look like... I go, you both going to wear those superhero glasses? You yeah, know, the yeah. big, like, visors. And they were like, see you later. But I, it's the first time I saw them both as getting older. Yeah. And then I was like, my question to you, because yeah. both your parents yeah. recently passed. Yeah. Is when when you're the grown up now, mm -hmm. is there a mental transition? Do you know what I mean? Like, in back of my mind, I'm still the kid because they're. No, it it, it happened probably like five more like five years ago, and my dad was always very resistant of it, mm -hmm. and that made it really hard because. Like, you know, like they moved into this assisted living place and they had two bedrooms and it's like they, you know, with all my dad's like illnesses and my mom was like a kind of procrastinator, like they really weren't moved in. And so Peter and I come over and I'm like, what's, you know, Peter's here. Like he's really handy. I'm like, let's go to Home Depot. Let's get some shelves. Yeah. We could do this. We could put that. And my dad would be like, whoa, 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 slow down, baby. <laughs> and then like I would try a couple more times and then Peter would just be like, yes, let's forget it. Like, don't, they don't want you to do this. And then I'm like, well, I guess it's fine. It's clean. Right. You know, it's clean and they're fine and they're getting, you know, but I just, uh, for me, I was like, wanted them to have more in those years and they kind of resisted a lot of it. Like, I'd even be like, let's go for a walk. Let me put, and not, not today. You know, like they, they kind of got like that. But are you, are, since they both, like now, how, do you feel was there a transition when they both passed right mm -hmm. is there a transition into feeling like i don't know obviously you're a grown-up but like more grown-up because you are now like the grown-up in your family well, like with my dad i was really the favorite right and like really adored me and just everything i did was fabulous and he loved the comedy like i was a waitress and he would brag about she's a waitress at carol o'connor's place like no matter <laughs> what i did was like the greatest thing yeah. like when i did the miss tarzana contest and i did not get take, take us through that how old are you I just graduated from SC, and this woman Please called my mom. Please explain to the people listening what Tarzana is exactly. Tarzana is next to, 
In the valley. How many, in the valley, San Fernando Valley. Yeah, it's, and it's not like a, a huge city. It's like I don't a, know. It's like anyone can just have a pageant. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. So this woman knew my mom from real estate and called and was like, she just put the pageant together. It's like such a bullshit thing, you know. And she said, ah, oh, your daughter should do the Miss Tarzana concert. I'm like, mom, that's so cheesy. But then she was like, but then um, if you win, then you get to go to Miss California, which is at Disneyland. And I was like, do we get to wear the sashes and cut in front of the line? Because you know how I feel about the lines. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I don't know. I know I'm not going to win. I know I'm not going to win Miss California, but I think I could win Miss Tarzan. Right. And, and a trip I to Disneyland. Be in it and be in yeah. Disneyland and just experience that. And then it's like I wanted to get into acting and stuff. I'm like, maybe it'll lead to like at least a commercial agent. I don't know. Okay, fine. So I do it, and I'm real snobby about the fact that I graduated from SC because some yeah. of these girls are like 25 and working at like the the hardware store, and that's their sponsor. And okay. I'm like, who was your sponsor? My parents' real estate company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, excuse but still, me. <laughs> I was a college graduate. Anyway, I did not know like there's like a whole thing to like how you're supposed to answer and dress and everything. And at the la- and the woman was totally like she was. Wait, what? what so what were the competitions? There was a talent competition. Talent competition. Which she was what? She no, there was no talent competition. But she, but I did. But she's like your mom said that you do impressions. And at the time, I did share, and she goes, "I'm going to ask you a question." So that you can do your share impression. Like so she was totally. You're going to answer me. as share. She's going to set it in a way that I could do it okay. and sneak in the talent. And I mean, she was completely on my side. At the last minute, the last meeting we had, okay, she's like, oh, we have an, another girl that just called that is going to enter the contest. And this girl came from Wisconsin. She had won like 20 other, like she just went from city to city to city because you didn't like have to say you were born and raised there. Wait, you didn't have to, you weren't born in Tarzana? Anybody could have won? Anybody that lived there could have done it. So all of a sudden she's like, I'll do it. So she totally knew what she was doing. Like she was listening to like, you know, inspirational things before and walked perfectly and she did win it. But wait. But I didn't even come in top 10. What? Well, then you then don't you you made it sound like when you were leading in that this bitch came in and stole my prize because and you came woman, in second, but you didn't even place because it. Because that woman top. completely blew my head up along You're with my parents. You're blaming her. Yes. That even the, uh, okay. I was way I was I, I was so I mean she told me over and over you're gonna win you're gonna win she Wait, wasn't can saying we, to anyone else. Can we can we go through so there's no talent portion. What 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 are the comp? What was there a swimsuit portion? There were like pre-interviews before that they sort of decided who the t- I can't even remember. It was at the Woodland. It was at the Warner Center Marriott. Oh, I know okay. where that is. My parents bought a table. And but wait, you don't you so there's there's no swimsuit, there's no talent. No, there is swimsuit. Oh, swimsuit. There, there is, swimsuit. is swimsuit and a gown and like I think like a casual. Do you outfit. go one piece or bikini? Hmm. I think we had to do one piece. I think it was like and and this bathing suit company like offered us some, so I think I wore this white one with like black stitch or something. Was it like straight out of Miami Vice that kind of one piece? It was just like a yeah, like a, just a perfect tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A perfect yeah, yeah. tank, yeah. like yeah. higher on the hip. Getting kind of horny over here. Um, anyway, when they did not call my name, my you dad were... threw down his napkin. He's like, let's get the hell out of here. He was so freaking pissed, which I love. Oh, he was sure you were going to win. Yeah, like my friend brought that story up top prize? at his funeral because she was like, this is how much Bob loved Hilarious. Heather. Hilarious. Heather clearly had no business winning at all, but the fact that she'd make the top 10 was just like, are you kidding me right now? What was top prize? What's top prize in Tarzana? I think it was 
you know, a gym membership, <laughs> a couple free meals. Cheesecake factory. It might have been like $500. I mean, it was nothing. And that you could go to, I don't know, just say that you're Miss Tarzana. Wait, wait, is that pre you ever getting on stage? When's the first time you got on stage to do stand Oh, no. Oh, did you stand? Oh, that was before stand up, yes. So, Pretty soon after that, I did stand up. Like within a few months. Well, in like, yeah, in half a year that I did stand up. And because you and I started doing stand up about right, the same time. Right out of college. Right about, the, yeah. right about the same time. And so when you first started doing stand up, pre kid yeah. and all that stuff, what was your, what were you talking about? Just dating and being single. And I talk about my family and my siblings. Have you ever gone back and grabbed an old joke and reworked it? Yes, I it? just did it in Boston. And reworked it, right? Or just told A it little bit I... reworked it. It was that, because Boston is, you know, Irish Catholic. Yeah. And that's what I am. So I said, oh, you know, Irish Catholic people. And I said, is anybody, you know, I, I go, I too am Irish Catholic. I come from the, one of those very typical Irish Catholic, alcoholic, bipolar, chemically imbalanced, manic depressive <laughs> families. Um, and then I said, and I was the youngest. And then what I added to it was I said, I was actually the youngest of five, you know, and what happened was my mom went on the pill after the third baby. And then a friend of hers who was on the pill got a blood clot. So if it wasn't for that woman getting a blood clot and my mom going off the pill, I wouldn't be here today to entertain you. Thank God for blood clots. Because I really only wanted to have three kids. And then they had two more mistakes. Who was my sister and me? Who my parents always said, thank God for mistakes. Thank God for that blood clot. I mean, when you said they had no filter with you, they oh, truly had no filter. No, absolutely. But it explains a and lot about you, And then my dad would be though. like, oh, your, your mother couldn't count a calendar, you know, because that first for the first years, they were doing the rhythm, which you're supposed to count this calendar. You're supposed to count you know, from the day that you have your yeah, period count. Because yeah, yeah. there's only supposed to be so many days you're, you know, fertile. But do you think that, um, because that, ex you, no filter. Yeah. Do you, are all your siblings like that? Like you? Because we here's what I would tell people. You know, here's yeah. my f absolute favorite thing about you. And I, I'm even a little bit envious about it. Is you are unabashedly, apologetically, unapologetically yourself. Oh, that's nice. I really, I mean, and it, it, yeah. there, it, there's a certain level of bravery yeah. that it takes to do that. Because with doing that, and I feel like I'm myself, yeah. but with not with doing it like you, yeah. you're going to get some backlash. But you, you... But now, you know what, I really kind of don't because I think people get it that, that I'm so incredibly honest. Yeah. You, has the backlash waned? Has it, has it not? Is it not? I get very little hate. And it, when I get one mean thing, then sometimes I ban him and sometimes I'm like, eh, it wasn't that mean. He can right. stay. But like, I don't let it bother me at all. Have you always been like that? Like, have you always? No, in the beginning of all the social media stuff, it would like really bother me. No, have you always oh. been unabashedly yourself? Like, have you always been like, fuck it, this is just what I, this is what I Yeah, think I think pretty much. But like, with stand-up, I mean, that takes a minute too, because it was like, I remember like during the alternative scene, that was so not me. Right. But that's what was popular and cool. And I was like, God, you know. I remember I felt like everybody ended a joke on, because I'm a Jew. Like, I just felt like... <laughs> And I was like, God, that just gets such a good laugh. By the way, even if you say don't say that. it, it's implied a lot in my jokes. Yeah. yeah. And so I go, God, you know, do I need to change my name to like Heather McSilverstein? And like, because I just felt the time, I just felt. But then. Heather McSilverstein is kind isn't of amazing. terrible. Yeah. I know. It's like an Irish Jew? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. then, but then I always, that's what the thing, like when people say, oh, do you have advice for young comedians, especially young females? I feel like, you know, some of the people I've seen recently, really great you know like like at 
you know, 10 minutes here or there. Yeah. Not not on TV. Um, it's all, I'm an alcoholic slut. I was like. It is now. There's There's got to be more to you, girl. Like, what's your family like? You work at The Gap. Tell me what that's like. Yeah. Tell it, me what your job is like. Like. It's just not, it's not shocking. But that's, that's the problem. But that's the generation. Like, everybody's like that. So it was more, like, funny and shocking when, like, you know, Sarah Silverman or Chelsea said it. Yeah. And it would, like, throw people off. Well, now it's not anymore. So you've got to yep. come up with something a little more intriguing but than that. But also, here's the thing, is that if you look deeper into Chelsea and Sarah. Oh, no, Sarah, there's so much. So much more. So but much that's more. what I'm saying. But that's yeah. all they see. So yes. then when they're thinking, okay, successful female comics are like this. Yes. I'm going to try to do my act like that. Like uh, me trying to be an alternative comic and you realize uh, that's not me though, yeah. you know? But also, uh, and I and I tell people this all the time, uh, young comics, the two pieces of advice I yeah. always give is uh, get on stage mm -hmm. because really nothing beats stage time. Yeah. People are like, should I write? Y you can write, but sit and you don't know anything's funny until you fucking hit on stage. Right. But also- Another little tip though, because living in LA, it's very hard to get stage time. And sometimes I would say, is it worth for you to hang out for seven hours yeah, to get but through? But you never went out to Liquid Zoo and did three minutes in the valley, right? That wasn't your. No, I would do. No, I would do shows. But leading up to the shows, I would practice my stuff on my friends, with the pretense of like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do some right. bits, and you tell me, you know, and that would help as a pre, you know. If you don't want to get completely raw on there, but it's really gross when you just sneak it in and you act like you're not. Yeah, sneaking. and then be I, you can tell when someone's trying to bid but on so you. But so much of it is just me just having fun, and then someone goes, "Is that in your act?" That's how I'd get most of my act, and I'll be like, "No," and then I write it down. But you know what? I feel like sometimes now, and now with the level of honesty you're talking about, like when you're mm, okay, when you're super honest, right? Mm -hmm. And people start to know you as a person and your honesty. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can say something that you don't even know is gonna be a fucking joke, and it gets a laugh because people are in tune with who you are. Right? They know your point of view. They so know well. your point yeah. of view so well. And that's the that's great. That's the sweet yeah. spot, right? Yeah. That is the yeah. sweet spot where you can go like with the, a look. Yeah, and a throwaway line, and yeah, you're like, something. God, why did that get the biggest laugh in the room? Do yeah. you like stand up now? Do you like it more now? I love it. I mean, I really do love it. I'm super grateful that we have it. Yeah. Especially in between TV shows and stuff, and it really is great because it's like my kids and my husband can be driving me crazy. And being real assholes and not appreciating <laughs> me and telling me like I don't have a good singing voice, and then I can go to a wait, city. Wait, 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 wait! You, you really wait. You, here's what's funny is that you slipped that in. Yeah, because I do. Have that a really, good, that really I have about, a good singing voice. But you could tell like that's one thing that's been sticking with you. Don't let me sing. They're like, stop it. In the car, they don't let you sing. And, anywhere in the home that I own. Well, and so then what I do you get mean, on just stage. walk around the house singing. I love that you just slipped yeah, that. Yeah, sometimes that's I do. What, that's what's bothering you right now is they don't want you to sing. Yeah, sometimes sometimes that does bother me. And, and then it's like, and they're just, you know, they can just be rude. And so then it's like, I go, and I'm like, how grateful yeah. am I that I can go run, you know, get on a plane, and there's like hundreds of people that bought tickets yeah. that are very excited to see me. And then it's like, and then hey, I go home to But do you sing reality. in front of them? I did just the other day. I heard you did karaoke in Boston. I did karaoke in Boston. That was pretty fun. And then... Um, what song did you sing? I sang Happy Birthday to Someone. Oh, well, it's my classic. I mean, I'm not going to act like I haven't practiced it before. What's but your go-to? Bonnie Raitt, Give Him Something to Talk About. Oh. That's really... I would have played that in. I want to just see Sarah was oh, okay. call in. Okay. Nope. Oh, yeah. Sarah said she was just calling no answer. Oh, that's great. Okay. Um, 
Hold on, let me tell that a call back. But so that's your go-to. How long has that been your go-to? And do you practice? About twelve in the years. <laughs> no, I don't practice in the shower because I've done it so many times that I can spring it on. Um, you know, do you pretend like you're like I don't know what I should pull? I, it. What, what should I, I say? I, 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 mean, I, I joked about that like before, but no, I'm like no, I know this. I don't even need to look at the words. That why is that your? I would say maybe you do a little something more grand, a little something. I, that's a, that one I know really well. So every time the opportunity comes up, which is so rare that I do karaoke anymore, it's like not even once a year. I'm like, why do I want to screw up a good thing? I, <laughs> I, I used to do karaoke. But you really, more, you can sing more Come than on. I more than I would like to admit, because the part there was a part of me that just really just is that her? Yeah, that's pick yeah. Up you want to be a rock star? You don't want to be a stupid stand. Yes, of course. Sarah, you do. is this you? Yes, this is me. Okay, can we hang up? Hi, on her? Sarah. It's Heather. Yeah. Hi. I'm so excited to get your book tomorrow. Yeah. Or maybe I wonder if it's I wonder if it's at my um, PO box today. Would it come today? It might. Oh, I love that you have a PO box like your fucking fancy pants. Are you kidding? Well, you know, there's been a lot of identity theft lately, and that's a safe way to do everything to a. Like, Is it? Well, it's a UPS store. Yeah, I send everything to that, and not my house. Really? Yeah. It might be there because it's already on. I mean, you know this. You both know this. But it's already on bookshelves, even though it's like not technically supposed to be. Oh, that's awesome! So, I'm gonna go to Barnes and Noble in Calabasas, Sarah, and take some pictures. Sarah, is it on bookshelves <laughs> because you've been walking into bookstores and putting books on their bookshelves? No, I. You know, I would think so, but Don went to a bookstore <laughs> today while I was taking a nap, and it was loaded with a milk bar we had on the front table at Barnes and Noble, all fancy. That's nice. awesome. Yeah, and I'll probably go buy them all. How is it going? Like, oh. How how were the shows this weekend um, in New York? Oh, they were fun. They were really fun. It was a good weekend. I sold books uh, at the shows, which was fun, too. Oh, so good. Like, yeah, yeah, but it was really fun. And then I had a bunch of, like, you know, just a bunch of, like, radio stuff. You you know you know the deal. And doing yeah. a bunch of that the last like few days, and I did it again today. And then tomorrow, I'm just going to walk. I'm going to go around the city with John. We're going to take a cab and, like, get a drink, and then go into a bookstore and sign all the copies of my book that are there, that are, like, stocked, and then leave, and, and I'm going to call it a hashtag signing spree. It's my new fun thing that I'm going to do tomorrow. That's a good awesome. idea. And so people run out to the store and get the signed copy of the book in the bookstore? Yeah. I'm That's gonna a go great to the idea. Yeah. In, in the city that have it stocked. I mean... I don't know if anyone that follows me on Twitter will be like, oh, I'm not, any, like, I'm in Canada, not near your Union Square bookstore that you just signed. But someone might be. Yeah. And then so I'm going to go in and sign them all. Yeah. And then also it's all a good excuse to day drink. So I love, fun. yeah, and I love day drinking. You Are you a day drinker? I do too. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to New York tomorrow. Me too. To get. Um, Why? Because I heard you're going to be at a bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk and signing copies. Of yeah. <laughs> What are you coming to New York for? I know why Josh is coming. Josh is coming for the upfront, right, Josh? Yeah, I'm coming for upfront. Oh, awesome for your for your new show on um, CMT. CMT? Yep. That's great. Yeah, pretty excited. Why, are you going to be there tomorrow? Really? Yeah, no, I'm just flying in tomorrow night because I'm doing um, Wendy Williams um, her like hot topic thing on Wednesday, and oh, then that's I'm coming fun. home that night. I was supposed to do something else there, and mm -hmm. then that fell apart. But then I still kept the the Wendy Williams. So yeah, why not? So it'll that, be fun. Yeah, good. A lot of people watch that show, right? I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I like her. She's fun. And you've been on that show before? I like her too. Yeah, I've been on it a couple times, yeah. Sarah, did you do the Today Show? I did not. Uh, and 
not doing it tomorrow, so I don't know. I mean, I did the talk, as you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I loved your dress. That was good. And then the view I'm doing, like, in two weeks. Um, and I, I don't have the Today Show tomorrow. I don't know. Are you Maybe, doing... Are you doing the view as a guest or the co-host of the whole time, like Jen did? As a guest, and I think that's better. I totally, I totally think that's better. If you have something to promote, I think it's better because then they're just focused on you mm-hmm. for that, you know. But like Jen was just there, kind of posting to do it, which I think is great. But I think to promote something, don't you think it's better to be a guest? I, I think yeah. it's a better. I think it's better too because also then they just have like two of the hosts talk to you. Mm-hmm. And it'll give you more of an opportunity to actually speak because I think sometimes it gets a little crowded on that table. Well, it gets crowded, especially when you're when you're a guest host. Right. It you it you seems don't want to like, step on any toes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I agree with you, Sarah, because all the questions will be directed at you. Yeah. Will, will yeah, you? Don't be about me. Will you? Um. Will you give Whoopi a big kiss for me? I love her. I do I love will. her. I I mean I'm really. I know. I'm a, I, I'm I'm obsessed with her like persona like I think well he, she really is the show now I mean, she, she is. really does run the show and 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 really is good about giving her opinion yeah yeah so. she yeah. does not give a fuck what anyone else thinks and no. I love that. no she yeah. doesn't I totally no, love Heather, no. yes you were in have you guys already talked about you being in Palm Springs last weekend and did you have so much fun because I love that room the copa yes time and it was you get to hang out at a hotel all weekend and drink we and, like, we stayed at the colony. We got there early. Yeah. First of all, it was, it was the greatest weekend of my life. We left Friday, and on the <laughs> way from L.A., we stopped at Mathis Brothers, where we had a credit. Okay? It's a furniture store. Okay. I had no... Did you see me looking at you like, uh, I, I, mean, I don't even know what that is? Uh, so I we got my... Like, what's Mathis Brothers? Is that a new restaurant? No, it's Mathis Brothers Furniture, and so we we got along in deciding what furniture we'd get. We got a... You and Peter? Yeah, we got a... Why a, did you have a credit at a furniture store? Because we'd gotten all these chairs and they were stained, and he knows how to follow up on a warranty like nobody's fucking business. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, we got like a whole new bedroom set for Drake, my son, an outdoor patio furniture, and a desk for me. Holy okay, shit, how many chairs did you have? I don't know. It was amazing. So then we go to Palm Springs. We get there a little early. We rent their little cute beach cruisers. We don't even rent them. They're free, part of the colony. So stay at the colony, rode the bikes to Trina Turk, bought a new stand-up Trina Turk uh, black jumpsuit outfit for me and a new bathing suit. Wow. And then okay. All right. went to had dinner, did the did the show. Which yeah. Is both sh- yeah, the shows are great. Such a fun crowd. Um and then our friends bought a house, um, Martin Ballard. He's like this famous decorator. Mm-hmm. So he bought this house that was, if you would think of a Palm Springs house, this was it. Zsa, Zsa Gabor used to own it. Roger Moore used to own it. Wow. And he's a decorator, so he's like keeping the integrity of it, but yeah. making it like complete glam. So I felt like I had like the most perfect Palm Springs experience that you wow. could ever have. And the shows were good? Yeah, that's really, I love that you wrote a beach cruiser to Trina Turk. I just <laughs> see that on uh, Twitter and it makes me so happy. Now, I have to, yeah. I'm, I'm going to admit something to you. What? I have no idea. When you say Trina Turk, I don't even know what you're talking about. It's just, a, uh, yeah, it's you don't just, know what that is. She, she's, she's a clothing designer. She's a clothing designer, but it's very Palm Springs-ish. Like right. her clothes are like resort and big, bold plat- patterns and I don't know. It's just, just my perfect. style. It's just perfect. It's just perfect. So it's you very know fun. I, you know I go. like a big, bold pattern, Heather. I know you do. 
Well, Sarah had a great I I dress knew, the other day. I knew that you would like my dress on the sock. I knew that you would like it. I knew that you would it looked approve, good. hashtag approve. And it had a good pattern. I was scared to wear it at first. And I wanted to put it on. And, so and I, I liked your and I liked your hair because it was like curls, but a little bit calmed down. Yeah. <laughs> Who did it? No, did you? No, did you do it yes. yourself? No, this guy Craig did it. Say Craig. Oh, hey, good. Did you get him? Hey, did you get him from that list? Hey, Sarah. What's um, what? It's I couldn't resist. What uh, what is it different traveling with John? I know. I mean, like, does it? Do you feel like traveling with somebody helps or hurts your routine? As in your stand up. I traveled with Beth this weekend. Yes, and, and I just, traveled with Peter this weekend. It's just different. Like I know there's some things that when I'm by myself, I have a certain routine that I do, leading you know just not pre-show, but in the hotel, like when I'm going to work out, when I'm going to take a nap, when all this stuff happens. Yeah. Does yeah. that does that does it fuck up that for you at all? I know I was you know I was worried about that, but it doesn't with him because he's like I said I wanted to go soul. So he's like let's go to soul cycle. He goes with me. You know, he when I went to press, he just like worked out and did whatever. And right. then, um, no, he's pretty easy. He just kind of like is, would, would, you know, I had a nap this afternoon because I'd been up too early for serious radio. And then he was just like, cool, I'm gonna go walk and like stock our room with some waters and stuff. And like, pretty, he's pretty easy to travel with. That's he's nice. You know what's nice? That, that he nice. didn't say, I'll take a nap too. Yeah. And then try to bone you when you really needed to take a nap. <laughs> he just yeah, let you really, really have a nap. I was afraid of that. I think that I seemed like grouchy enough that he was like, mm, yeah. <laughs> because you know what he was thinking? Oh, I wish she'd just take a fucking nap. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, sometimes he does. Sometimes, I mean, he's still, listen, he's 33 years old. There's a whole bunch more energy happening. And sometimes I'm like, oh, Jesus, he wants to have sex again. Like, why? <laughs> and then, you know, I just do it. And then I'm like, well, this is enjoyable. Why am I resisting it? Yeah. But, yeah. You know, today it was, yeah, it was because... definitely like I need to sleep. Exactly. To sleep. But, like, with when we were there this this weekend, <laughs> so I go, we, I never drink, I never, never drink really before I do stand up. Me neither. You know, I, I mean, I used to not be able to eat. Now I'll have like a nice dinner. Maybe I'll have like a sip of wine, whatever. But my thing is, I finished my show. Now I can drink. Well, yeah, the show, my show was only like an hour. Like it's a, you do it all yourself at, at the Copa. So I did right. like an hour and 10 minutes. I came off to like the drunkest Peter. I'm like, how the fuck did you get this drunk? Really? Like, cause a guy, you know, was giving him these really strong drinks. So he had to help me with my DVDs, you know? And I'm like, he was selling. I, I had just said, it's the one thing you can do is you can help me with the change. Cause <sighs> they're, I'm selling for $10. So I needed him to have $10 change for the twenties. And then as we're, <laughs> The next day, he go. He comes to the green room and goes, oh, I better open some of these because of the plastic. Yeah. And as I'm getting ready to do my next show, he's like, God, this really takes a lot of time to open these plastics. So you open it. I'm like, I'm about to do an hour of stand-up, and you're complaining about opening the plastic on the DVD? He's like, okay, all right, all right. I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop Sarah, complaining. Sarah, are you – I'm getting so much joy out of – because. I know Drunk Peter. I'm getting so much joy out of picturing Drunk Peter standing next to you in, in the meet and greet line. Oh, my God. And he's, like, a very happy drunk. And then he was like, I go, why were you, I go, do you realize you were getting in the pictures? He's like, no, I wasn't. I go, you got in the picture with the bachelorette party and me. They did not even ask for you to be in the picture. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes. I love that he's trying to unwrap things. He's like, I'm trying to fucking flirt. Yeah. Oh. Sarah, uh, where, where, where are you next for your gigs? Um, where, wait, what? Where, where are you this weekend? What, yeah, for gigs. Oh, Dallas, Dallas. I leave Wednesday and I go to Addison Improv. Oh, fun. Thursday through Saturday. 
And then I have Brea, Sacramento, and San Francisco all next week. Boom, boom, boom. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Well, that's awesome. So, so yeah, the Brea, Brea Improv, and then... We're going out to dinner. Yeah. Like, John said, let's go out to dinner. And he said, where do you want to go? And I said, somewhere expensive. And he said, okay. And he said, but, like, where? And I said, I don't know. Somewhere where they, like, require a credit card for you to make a reservation. And he was like, Okay. <laughs> And I said that's literally my only requirement, and then and a place that maybe we would see George Clooney. Wait, wait, are there, are there places? So did you find a place? I don't know. He where he made a reservation okay. somewhere. Wait, am I right. am, am I in New York? Am I not? Am I not living right? Are there places where you need to put a credit card? Yes, to make a reservation. Absolutely, yeah. they can't have you flake yeah. out. What? So you yeah, put a deposit down? Yeah. Well, yeah. So then, if you what? flake, they're going to charge you something if you don't show up. I mean, I because they reserved a table for you. Listen, nobody tell Beth that there are restaurants. She she knows. She does. That's how bad I've looked for the last ten years. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes they only do it for a little. I don't feel like they're in LA as much, but they are in New York. And 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 so John was like, so basically, you just want a place to go. You want to celebrate your book, but you want a place that when I get the bill, I'll be like, what the fuck? I say, yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's the celebration. I've never been to like a fancy dinner event. It'll be That's fun. awesome. That's yeah. Good. What can I ask yeah. you? For me, you know my big, and this is so stupid. You know my biggest thrill, I think, out of anything that's happened, and this is really dumb, is when I went to New York for my just do my press tour. The book company, when I checked in, I didn't have to put a credit card down for incidentals because they were covering. Everything. Everything. And that's when you knew you made it. For whatever reason, for me, that, that was like, you know. I was like, oh my God, I don't have to put, so if I want to get a water, they pay for the water. I was, for me, for whatever reason, that was like a huge fucking deal. No, you know what's really bad? Did you, did you just run upstairs, open up the mini bar and put it on your backpack? And uh, fucking oh, I poured Jack Daniels into my asshole. I was like, yeah! <laughs> The worst is when you don't realize that and you're like, I could have totally had like breakfast because I always make the coffee in the room. Mm -hmm. I actually don't like it when the hotel is so fancy that there isn't the coffee maker in the room because I love to make that first cup of coffee as I'm like doing my makeup for press. I've never stayed at a hotel like that. It's so fancy. That doesn't have that. Yeah. That's so like a Ritz Carlton will not have Uh, the coffee maker in the room. You have to order the coffee to the room. Right. I've stayed. I don't I don't I don't understand coffee makers. So I just have to wait order. I have to go. Hopefully they have it downstairs. And if not, then I just have to pick it up at my local Starbucks. You know, I I have stayed at hotels that don't have coffee makers, but that's because they cost seventy nine dollars a night. So Ugh. the coffee makers have been stolen yeah. by everybody. Like, you, have to make it, you have to make it with like toilet sink water. Yeah, yeah I make water. prison coffee. It's oh prison God. coffee. Yeah, that's horrible. I, yeah. You know, I don't mind a cup of prison coffee. It's not terrible. It's not great. <laughs> it's not great. No. Um, Sarah, what no. do you want everyone to know? Um, just that you know you can buy the book tomorrow. So please do. And I miss you guys. And um, just buy the fucking book and then come see me in Dallas if you're in Dallas and then come see me in Brea, Sacramento, or San Francisco next week if you're there. What club? And wait, is it, it is I it think... Punchline, Sacramento? Yeah. And it's yeah. Co- and then, Cobbs? And, and it's Cobbs? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Great. And, and the Brea Improv. So right. I just, uh, I think everyone will like the book. It's different. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot more heartfelt stories in it. SarahColona.com. Yep, SarahColona.com. And I miss all. I miss being there tonight, and I'm glad uh, if any one person would sit in that chair for me. I'm glad it was Heather McDonald. I love you, Heather. I miss you. 
Oh, I miss you too. I can't wait to see we you. Need you to go get, we need to go have like a fun lunch. Yeah, you know? in between your the weekends, call me and let's. We have to go to lunch. Okay. Get a Chinese um, chicken okay. salad. Oh, and Josh, I miss you too. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. All right. See you. Bye. 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 Um, Bye. Yeah, I uh, I've never been to a hotel that was so fancy it didn't have a coffee maker. Yeah, like a Ritz Carlton. I mean. Because I just want the, I just want to make the coffee right away. I don't want to see the guy in the morning. I don't want to. I love. What's coffee the, when you? What's the? And I'm sure because we've traveled, we've both traveled yes. a bunch. What's walking into a hotel room? Mm-hmm. Like the, have you ever walked into a hotel room and checked out ten seconds later? I, I have twice. No, and I have me, But I like, had a bad experience. I did a college, and the college paid very well, but we didn't know to make a reservation, like enough in advance and it was college parents weekend so Mm -hmm. the nicer place was all taken up so i had to go to one of those motels where like a car literally could drive through my into my bedroom like that's and where you open the door and you're outside yes exactly so that was really scary and then i but i went to go have dinner that night and i walk in and it's a very small room the guy's just standing there just one guy who would make me my sandwich or whatever my dinner and I said, oh, um, actually, I have something else to do. Sorry. I'm just, I thought I had time for dinner. I don't. So I go to my room, and I call room service. And then that same guy oh, comes no. into the room. <laughs> <laughs> but I just felt like if I sat there, yeah. it's like I would be having dinner with him. With the one guy, yeah. Yeah. So um, that was pretty bad. I two stories for me come to I mind. I feel like you want, like you like staying at those gross places. Me? Like you're like I'm a road coming. No, you know what? You know what it is. I here's what my here are my necessities for a hotel, okay. and they're different than. I need uh, water pressure. Mm-hmm. I hate bad water pressure. Yeah. In a shower, and honestly, I know this. Some people will listen to this and they go, "Why well, didn't you fucking you pampered?" I travel so much. I need room service. I just oh totally yeah. Sometimes when you get home late and everything's closed and you just need to, I need to eat. Or you wake up and you don't want to walk nine blocks to get yeah. an egg. So those two things. So I'm, but besides that, I'm not too picky. Here are the two crazy stories. What about? Does it have to have a, a mini a fridge with stocked in nah, your room? No, nah. no, nah, it doesn't. Mm, I kind of like that. It, I I don't know. But I'm, I'm okay if it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. And it needs to be a gym, but. Okay, so I, in one town I was in, I walk in, and I do this in every city, by the way. Before I unpack my bag, I walk around the room, and I bounce on the bed just mm-hmm. to see if anything's going to bite me. <gasps> you have to. Don't unpack your bag because if there's bed bugs, they're jumping right in. You have to walk. And I've never even heard of that. Oh, my God. Here's what happens. Your feet wake – bed bugs and fleas. Your feet wake them up. The vibration wake them up. You got to walk around the room before you unpack. I walked around this room, right, and before I even sat on the bed, I got four bites on my calf. I was <gasps> like, oh no. So I call down to the desk and I go, hey. And I go, yeah. I go, I'm going to have to switch rooms. This is what the front desk woman says fleas. And I go, what? And she goes, there's still fleas in that room. And I said, still fleas? And she goes, <laughs> the last five people have checked out of that room. I go, why am I in this fucking room? Why am I here? And she was like, oh, maybe I said too much. So I go downstairs with my bag and I go to the manager. Hey. I got to get out of here. And they're like, what's wrong? And I go, well, I'm in room whatever. And I get bit. And they go, oh, I can't believe that. I've never heard that happening before. I go, your front desk person said the last five people checked out. And the manager goes just like this. She did? And the, you should see the... I know I got that poor woman fired. And I, oh, my God. But f- there were fleas, I guess. Oh, my God. I, and I, then I went and read the reviews. Everybody who, who, every, who left the review was like, I got bit. I got bit. I got bit. I got bit. Okay. So you have a rent-a-car? 
Could you leave? No, I called the club and I was like, come get me and take okay. me to this hotel. The other gross thing that happened, I went to, this was the apartment. I would have lost my mind. It was not great. The hotel wasn't a hotel at all. It was a 1970s apartment building complex yeah. that had been turned into hotels. Okay. So there were shag carpets. The TV was like 12 inches and it was on one of those stands, like a bar stool. Right. You know? And um, I went into the bathroom and I pulled back the curtain and there were eight cockroaches in the tub, alive. Basically looking at me like, what? What are you going to fucking do? I, <laughs> it was the worst thing in the world. There was, and just when I was like, okay, yeah. this is going to be the worst thing ever. So I go, but I, there was no other place around there. I pull back, you know, the disgusting thing you're mm -hmm. not supposed to sleep on. I pull that back. Yeah. There was a dirty tissue of some sort under, in between <laughs> the sheet and the cover. And it stuck to the cover. Oh, and barf. And I was like, oh, well, I can't stay here either. But then I came up if with If that a, happened, I would call you Peter yeah, crying. You and left. And I would, yeah. no, I probably would have left the whole weekend. Like, I don't even know if I could have. It like, wasn't great. I, I, well, that's what's great. Because when you would do some gigs, you would come back to, to work Ugh. at Chelsea. And you would say, Heather, don't ever do yeah. this place. I would say, Frangelo, this is going to be a good room for you. Heather, don't go. <laughs> don't Don't ever go. Do you know what I, and I talked to actually, I thought after I, that stuff happened to me, you know what would be a great idea for a book? And I told a, a house cleaning lady this. I go, you all should get together like the help did and do a book about the fucking the craziest things that you've walked in on or that you've seen. Because there was one uh, house cleaning lady who I was talking to um, and she was like, there was a guy who stayed here for months at a time who would only request me. And when I came to the door, he was always naked. Ew. He never tried anything on me, but I would always walk in, and he would just kind of sit there naked and then walk out. And But I, she was like, I go, is that the craziest thing? And she was like, you have no idea what people leave behind or what they want you to see or what you walk into in the morning when they don't hear you go, right. house cleaning. She said, "It's the, some of this stuff is gross. She also said, um, she told me, don't if, if you're not bringing a plastic bag with you to put over the remote control to press the buttons, you're doing you're doing it wrong. She said, because that remote control, we never clean. And it's the grossest thing you will ever touch. Oh, God. So like I bring a, a plastic bag now to press the buttons. She was like, it's or wipe it down or spray it. She said, the remote control is the dirtiest thing in the, every hotel room across America. That makes a lot of sense. Well, people are jerking off yeah. with it in their hand. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not It's not the best thing in the world. But my, I, I guess sometimes I, I don't like that. But sometimes it adds to like the uh, experience of yeah, it. Yeah, well, I don't want that experience. No, you don't want that experience. You've never had anything. When you first started going on the road, though, I didn't really go on the road in the beginning. I did one little stint of like um, colleges, like Portland and places like these small colleges. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, those hotels weren't great, but like I only did that. Like I did that very little. I really didn't do the road because I started in LA. I didn't really do the road as like That's a feature. Right. We didn't do that. Oh, I forgot to give out that number, by the way. Oh. Hey everybody, 323-282-7424. 323-282-7424 if you want to talk to Heather or myself. Um oh, we were talking earlier about the um, you know, Indiana, they passed that bill right. where you basically can be you can discriminate now if you're saying your religious beliefs. I it, it really cements my belief in this i think in america that there should we should basically 
set up separate states. Look, if you want to be racist and you hate people, mm -hmm. I look, if as long as you're not hurting people physically, I this is to me like it's terrible, but it's your right to think whatever you want. But it I'm is, at a point yeah. now where let's give them Montana. Do you like, know what I mean? <laughs> let's give. Do you know what I mean? Let's give them Montana. Let's like when they them... wanted to give everyone that had AIDS. Uh, yeah, let's go to an island. Let's give it. Look, if everybody who's racist and wants to hate each other, like this bill in Indiana, really cements that for me. Fuck it. If you guys want to hate, just go somewhere and do it. But you know what? It's so sad because you know this being a parent, it is so easy to teach your child what to think. Yes. Like anything I tell them, they go okay. Yeah. So it's like the first time my son something said something to my to his younger brother, he goes you're gay or something something and I go wait a minute what and I sound down I'm like do you and I explained it and and he goes and I said why did you say that you know and and then he was like oh because he, he tried to look at me when I was dressing or whatever and I said yeah but first of all you said it in a derogatory way you right. said it in a mean way like it's a negative thing and I go and you know it's not negative you know you can choose whoever you know you love and if you love someone of the same sex you can get married he's like I know mom we watch modern family but then he but <laughs> That, I love that that's his reference. Right. But then he did understand that he that's you don't say that in a negative way. Yeah. You don't call someone gay. You, God, you're straight. No one would ever say that, you know. And so and then, you know, and then now it's about transgender stuff. You yeah. cannot it don't make fun of it. I'm sorry. I don't think you can make fun of it anymore. Not anymore. You can't. I really don't think you can. No. And it's like and and um, so, you know, Drake's like, wait, is Bruce Jenner really becoming a woman? And we see the magazine. You talk and, to the rapper Drake a lot. Drake is my son. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, God. I was um, gonna say you and Drake chatted up about. Oh, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> and I just explained it. I'm, you know, I explained what it was, and I'm like, it's not funny, and this is the way he's felt his whole life, and sometimes people feel that way, and you know, they. So I explained, you know, explained what it was, and he was like, okay, that's it. You like, really it's so can, easy to explain yes. to a kid. Like I say to them when they were little, I said, you get married after you're thirty. Yeah, but and Heather, now they just say, well, when I'm 30 and I can get married. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is the easiest thing in the world. But that's the thing is, and by the way, did we have, are they still calling? Yeah, let's patch Does we have somebody? Okay, yeah. let's go talk to somebody. Um, okay. Hey, that's turn okay. down your uh, computer. Hello? Hey, who, who is this? Oh, this is Patrick from Texas. Hey, Hi. Patrick, how are you? I'm with Heather and Josh. What's going on? Oh, not much. Um, I just uh, was enjoying the podcast and wanted to call in. Oh, thank you very much. Do you uh, do you watch, uh, do you watch every week? Yeah, I do. Well, actually, this is the first time that I've actually watched it. I generally just listen to it the next day. Oh, nice. Uh, but I didn't want to do work, and so I decided to watch it instead. Do you have a question for either Heather or I? Yes, I have a couple uh, of them. And so I was wondering, like, y'all were kind of talking about earlier how – like Heather, you said that you had like a PO box and things like that. And like as comedians, like a lot of your material comes through experiences in life and things like that. But I was wondering, like, if y'all ever get like creepy encounters from fans. Like y'all both see like people that are like very open and like to meeting fans and things like that. But I'm wondering, like, it do just, fans ever kind of cross the line on things? Yeah, like, I had, do you guys I had, ever feel like I had something weird. About I had something weird happen at Trader Joe's. I don't know if you're Trader Joe's in Texas, but anyway, it's just a grocery hey, store. And um, a little too fancy, but yeah, we yeah. have it. Okay, and so <laughs> I'm in there, and I'm shopping, but I'm talking on the phone to my friend. Mm -hmm. And this guy, like, just like an older guy, like I don't know if there's something wrong with him or if he's just weird. But he's probably like, you know, 58 or something. And he goes, Heather, hi! 
hi. And I was like, okay. So he knows me from, I go, hi. And I, and I, I point like, I'm, t- hey, thank you, but I'm talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, come on. Don't be like that. Give me a hug. Ugh. Give me a hug? Give me a <laughs> hug. And then he, and then I, I gave him a hug. You did? I just thought it was easier to just hug him and then be like, let me finish my call. But I thought, I told my friend, I go, that's like really forward. You, you know what the yeah. difference is? And, and uh, I, I, here's why we get that a little bit. You know, when people watch movies, you go out of your house, you're in a dark room, they're bigger than life, they're movie stars. Right. Okay. The difference between that and being on TV is that we are in their living room. When they, or they're in bed when they're watching us. And on top of that, we weren't on a TV show where we were playing characters. Right. You're Heather McDonald. I know you. I watch you in bed with my wife. So there's so, there's a, there's a connection that we have to remember that they have with us my weirdest thing man is that i gave a, a woman an autograph and i came back to that club a year later and she had that autograph tattooed on her arm oh weird yeah and she was like great right and i was like nah, not great how many tattoos did she have one the josh wolf tattoo are you kidding yep. <laughs> Yeah, that is a little weird. Yeah, uh, yeah, you think? Wait, if she had had a bunch of tattoos, you thought you, you don't think that would be yeah. weird? It would still be weird. No. There, you know what is weird? There's this woman that's like very has a lot of opinion. Very, she's like a reporter. I mean, like a writer about immigration law, mm-hmm. and her name is Heather McDonald, and she's like really against like you know illegal immigration. Yeah. And people think I've heard, and they'll like, I'll get these tweets like. <laughs> right on. Keep the Mexicans out, Heather McDonald. I'm like, that is not me. <laughs> like, <laughs> Heather, I have a Josh Wolf who's a reporter who was put in jail because he wouldn't give up his sources and sources in San Francisco. Uh-huh. And people do that to me. They're like, good for you, man. Good for sticking up. And I'm like, I, I, I clearly have never been in jail before. I would roll like a bitch. Yeah. I'd be like, wait, either I'm in jail or that guy? Probably going to be him. Probably. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to ask us? Yeah, like, um, is there anything that you guys feel like is kind of like off limits in terms of like, how do you guys maintain kind of like a work, personal life balance kind of things? Like, are there things that you just don't bring into your show? You mean off limits as far as talking about on stage? Yeah, like not necessarily like you feel like it's it's going to result in like, uh, like negative feedback or like, ne- like you know, like for, an influx of uh, for me, from, uh, people, but just more like there's just things that you just want to keep in your personal life. Oh, 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 oh I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. God, I almost feel like there's like nothing. Like I'm so yeah. honest about my marriage and everything. Like the one thing I I have, I have a pretty amazing uh, fucked up sister. And <laughs> I think that I kind of like to talk about that on stage. And I just haven't really attempted it yet. Why? Yeah, because I don't know if I don't know if I can make it funny without people like not believing that it's real. Let me just test oh. it out on you. <laughs> you, you, you but, so I have this sister who's just awful. Okay, are she, you going to tr- test a joke on me right now? I'm going to see if if you. I'm going to ask this guy. Patrick, Patrick, here Patrick. you go. Ready? Okay, no, here I'm, ready I, I'm not testing it. I'm just saying this is the subject matter. Okay. You tell me if think if people will start to feel sad because you never. When you're a stand-up, you never want to groan. You never want, oh, yeah. you know. No, yeah. she she's awful. And through the years, she has like, tore, like we'll go years without talking, and then I let her back in, and I forget her, and then she goes crazy again, and she'll leave me like 20 messages and say the meanest shit. But it's, 
like she'll be like you and your flat ass and your chicken legs and your fucking cabbage patch face Super and you're funny. not fucking funny and you interrupted Chelsea all the time and everybody talked about it and God, I just don't get it. Why are you so jealous of me? Then she'll say that and she's basically homeless. She's like, so why are you so jealous of me? And you and your husband and his rosacea and I'm Hilarious. How is that not funny? And I let my husband listen to that message. His rosacea? We laughed so hard. We're driving back from Mammoth, and I go, okay, I got another horrible message from Kathy. And then he brought the rosacea. And, like, my husband, he doesn't have rosacea, but he does have, like, a kind of sometimes a red face. It's a little inflamed. Like, I've been saying, we would go out, and I go, could I just put a little bit of, like, tinted moisturizer to tone it down? And he won't let me. But yeah, so I think you would definitely talk about that. That's funny. Crazy is funny. I mean, now we don't talk. Yeah. Now I have my second restraining order, and she That's is. Funny she too. has been removed from my property three times from police, three times within my marriage. Yeah. So I'm like, sometimes I am like, God, Peter doesn't have it that good. But I think, <laughs> but <laughs> he's well, got it pretty great. good. I but I think that's definitely funny subject matter. You know, I. I don't have anything, man, that I keep off stage. Yeah. I do have something that I keep off social media. And I'll tell you, I, ha- I have a daughter. Yeah. And I know how brutal social media is yeah. with girls. Yeah. With women. And my daughter has enough of her own issues. And so I mention her, but I don't. Like post a pic of the two I of you. I don't do pics. I don't do pics. And I told her ahead of time. Yeah, this is a choice that I'm making as your dad. I have to I have to weigh out basically how much you're going to be hurt by not being on my social media, not having a presence like picture presence and how much I think you can get hurt by these people who are just cruel. And I know and I know her. She would send something back and they would just keep hammering her. Yeah. And so that is something that I teenager. Yeah, she's a little older. She, but yeah. so that is something that I know. Yeah, you know I, sh- what I, mean? I show my kid. I show my kids, but not that often. No, but like I went to the Cinderella premiere with my stepdaughter, and I posted that picture. I saw but that. That's like but pretty still rare at an that age I do now that. Yeah. Where nobody's gonna be like, oh, I want to fuck her, right? Right. So yeah. that that's a thing, right? And and so well, you might have more gross people than I do, though. I had. I'm sure I have a ton. <laughs> um, Patrick, thank you very much for calling in, man. Yeah, thank you guys. I love you guys. Both you guys rock. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, but I—that is one thing that's that I, good. I really I, have yeah, to, that's I, good. It's because I read like some of the stuff that I would read sometimes, like after yeah. um, uh, a roundtable. I would read yeah. something that people would say about you or Jen or Sarah or yeah. Fortune, and I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with these people?" And not just guys, by the way. So right. We, not just guys, but yeah. so back and forth, like, like, and and I really do. I just the minute someone writes something mean. I block. I block and delete. It. Like it is so freeing, because it's like there's so many people that are so awesome that bother to write something nice. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I focusing on the one person that you know said something rude? But you know what? I did this the other day, and I it really <laughs> made a difference. I said Jesus is on Instagram, and I got so many nice comments. I said, be nice. Jesus is on Instagram. <laughs> and everybody was like, is anybody mean to you? And then like, I just, it was like a flurry of like the nicest shit. That's nice. Yeah. I, I mean, the majority of people are good and they're nice yeah. and they're kind. It's just the fucking, there are a few assholes that just ruin And it's like, everybody. you know, and it's like, it is, it is our job yeah. to be on social media. You Art, have for to, sure. you have to. You can't go weeks with not being on it like a regular person. No, but that's why and, I don't put, yeah. it is my job. But right. it's, not, it's like when I wrote my book, by the way. Yeah. My book, 
I, I did not, look, I did not say anything bad about my ex. Right. I, you know, I, if I said anything about you, I ran it past you. Right. But my book wasn't a tell-all about other people. It was supposed to be a tell-all about me. Right. So same thing with my social media. Like, I, I can't, I don't want to open her up for my benefit. Right. I don't want to open her up to potential, like, yeah. jabs. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, totally. Your daughter is how old? She's 15. And does she have Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook? She has Instagram. So she does follow me on Instagram. And do, does she ever ask why she's not a more your Instagram? No, but she, it was funny because when I took her to that Cinderella premiere, you know, I said, now, you, do you really want to go? Do you really want to go and be happy? I took a flight from New York, got up at five, got picked up from the airport, then took, got my kids in the Staples Center thing because they wanted to go to the Laker game. But That's I had fun. to make an appearance for that for them to get their free tickets. Then I left the Staples Center and went in the rain to the Cinderella premiere with her. And I said, we're going to take pictures and you got to like, you know, be in a good mood. And she's like, okay. And we get there. I go, I go, let's take some more pictures like these green, you know, like mm -hmm. green screen pictures. And she's just like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm like, God. And then she like got upset. And But right before that, I did post a picture of the two of us. I saw that. And everybody said really cool things about what she was wearing and how cute she was. And I know she read those. And then it like boosted her spirits a little. But yeah, no, I don't think, um, no, I'm more like, I like to more like tweet things that my son says. I do. I read those. Because those are, they're, those are funny. Yeah. But I'll like show a picture of them here or there. You got some but, baseball stuff But yeah, happening. I don't do that much, you know. You've been, by the way, you've been very busy since the show ended. Mm -hmm. Were you nervous when the show ended? No, I was happy because I would have never quit. And there's no way you could do other stuff besides right. be on that show. So it was like kind but, of a great gift. Yes. And I always yeah. told you, I was. I always thought yeah. that you would work a lot when, yeah. when the show ended. But you weren't nervous at all. You were you you were relieved that you could try get, other stuff. No, I get nervous sometimes. Like, and I have nervous dreams. Like last night, I watched the HBO show Going Clear. I got it taped at my house. Okay. I can't wait. I read the book though. So, and maybe because I was seeing you today, because mm -hmm. I dream a lot, you know, and very avid dreamer. Oh, I had a dream that everybody, Sarah, Chris, you, Jen, were all Scientologists, and you were doing this morning show for free. <laughs> all together and i go i'm not doing it i go it's up against Ke kelly and michael Who's no one's it? watching it nope and um and you and you were you guys were just like it's fun you know we like it and i go i why are you scientologists doing a morning show it was oh <laughs> uh, we have a phone call yes what's your name where are you calling from you're on with josh and heather hey guys it's justin from quincy how are you doing tonight hey, justin from Good. quincy how are Hi. you doing all right Hey, just really quickly, I know you guys are, are in the middle of your show. I did really want to commend what Heather just said in regards to uh, to teaching hatred, uh, whether it be racism or homophobia. I think that in this country, a lot has been lost on the impact of what parents can do for their children regarding these issues. And Heather, that was just a really great way of putting it. Hey, Justin. Thank you. It Ju is so easy. It's Ju your kids. Yeah. You shape them to believe what you want them to believe. And that's what's so sad about why there is problems in the world, because it just continues on and it's awful. But Ju Justin, you're you're gay. What were your parents' attitude towards homosexuality? You know, growing up, I was I was never 100 percent sure. Um, it, I knew 
just based off of my social interaction with, with people around me, that it was something that wasn't necessarily taboo, but it was just something that you didn't necessarily want to, to bring up. So I never, I never told them. And then eventually when, when I did come around to saying, Hey, you know what, this is my situation. Both of my parents, my dad was a police officer back in Allentown. Uh, he was, he was for me, the, the, the biggest uh, reason why I didn't come out. He looked at me and he was like, why did you not tell me earlier? I was like, well, I was afraid of what you would react and how you would react. And he was like, well, I'm your father. I'm going to love you one way or the other. My mom, on the other hand, said, oh, sweetie, we, we, we already knew. You, you had a poster of Jonathan Taylor Thomas in your room since you were five years old. <laughs> yeah, that is. A, that, and he's adorable. That, yeah, but it's a telltale <laughs> sign. Yeah, yeah, giveaway. yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, but you're right. I, I mean, mean it was look, part of the nightly ritual. You'd, you'd pray to Jesus, thank you so much for everything, and then I'd give my Jonathan Taylor Thomas poster kiss tonight. And I mean, that was my ritual. Yeah, yeah. I mean, me too. What? <laughs> That's we good, though. That's so nice that to is. hear. I think more and more that that is the, becoming the norm, which is great. Which is the parents, parents accepting it or knowing it already, or you know, and and and, and loving their child. I mean, my God, you know, it's like I remember someone oh, always. My parents- my yeah. parents never asked. You, you know, I, again, it was one of those topics right. back then that you, you didn't talk about. But the fact that they never asked to me was just a, a a huge sign of acceptance. Even before ever broaching the topic myself, they knew, and and they waited for me to get to a point where I was comfortable enough to discuss it with them. I remember, like, I don't know if someone said this or it was in a movie or something, but I remember. It was like probably twenty years ago, and this the character person had to say tell his parents that he was gay, and he's like, "I have, I have some news, you know, I have cancer, and I'm dying." And they're like, "Oh my god!" And he's like, "No, I'm not. I'm just gay." And it was like, "Oh my god, you're right. Like, who cares? Why is this such a big announcement? Like, that would be so much of a worse thing I, in the world than like I just." love someone of my same sexuality yeah like, who cares for me you know and, and justin I, how do we get to the point where nobody even ever has to announce it do you know what i mean where where it's not yeah where it's to me when you i think it's i like, think it we're go, getting we, close but we go like, i feel like it's you moved. walk that line when you say or oh, it's something i have to announce when you have right. to announce it you're almost saying this isn't normal so i'm announcing it right Right. Do you know right. what I mean by that? Yeah. So how do we get it yeah. to where it's not, you're making it, we're, we're making it like, whoa, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, but but where we take a little bit of that off of there, where, do you know what I mean? Like, I think, obviously, at some yeah. point, if if it's something I that think... you didn't know about yourself or that you, and you're coming for yourself or your friends or your family, but that big announcement to me is something I would like to see not be necessary because that way... What we're saying is this is normal and who people fuck is not a big deal across the board, whether straight, gay, whatever. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think we're definitely on the on the right path. I, I think we're getting there a whole lot faster than for me I, I ever thought possible within my lifetime. I mean, I got yeah. married to my boyfriend of over seven years last last June. For for that fact to to even be some part of what I'm talking to you guys about tonight is is huge progress. Totally, I think what we need to get away from is allowing certain people to. I I don't know how to put it precisely. I think that 
homophobia is is something that isn't gone, but I think it's retreating very quickly. Well, yeah. We, I think that we, the, the worst you... part is when people say, you know what, oh, you're gay? Okay, well, you know what, I accept that. That hurts me oh more God, so than somebody rude. who says, oh, you faggot, get, get the hell out of my town. That, for somebody to, it's almost undermining of the, of the, progress that we've made what oh do you well, mean? you're married okay well you, that's acceptable that's something that we still need to work on but other than that i think we're, we're on the right path yeah but I then but, retraining people but then justin then you have the shit that like it happened in indiana where it makes oh fuck indiana that, that guy the, the, for me and josh you, you, we've spoken about this before i think it's the same thing if you have some asshole on television let let it let it play out. I mean, for me, the best part of what's come out of this Indiana debate is the fact that there are so many corporations, yeah, giant corporations, that have said, you know what, this is bullshit. You guys are so on the wrong track. We're pulling out. We're we're pulling out of Indiana. Yeah. It's the same thing with the television show. You don't like what they're what they're broadcasting. Turn it off. You don't like what Indiana is doing. Get the hell out. And the right. fact that that's happening now. You look at the Republicans in that Congress in Indiana, they're backpedaling so fast. Mike Pence can't even get on, on uh, the, uh, with George Stephanopoulos, can't even give a straight answer. Do you think that this is discriminating against gays? He knows it is. He just won't give the answer because he knows that it'll kill him politically. Well, this, this by the way, this bill is going to kill him politically anyways. There's no, right. there's no getting around it. I agree with you. Like we've talked before. Right. What, 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 what Justin and I have talked about before is that there were those two guys on TLC who were very, very religious right wing guys who would. What was the show? Do you remember? Justin? I was on HGTV. HGTV. I can't, I can't yeah. remember exactly what it okay. was. But but because of uh, the b- public pressure, yeah, HGTV took him off the air. And what I always said is, I don't want public pressure. I don't think that's the best way to go. Let it go on TV. And let people that the action of the people see. I think the the people rely on social media and Twitter, and that's where they're. I'm I'm gonna make my I'm gonna make a difference here. Right? No, that's the thing. Like I think we all need to make a difference. But wait, in our didn't actions. Di- I mean, Duck Dynasty went away, didn't it? Did it go away? I, I feel like it did. It came back. Yeah, it did it's come back. back? Oh. Yeah. but well, and and that's that's the perfect point, Heather, because what they did is TLC pulled. Duck Dynasty over the, the nonsense that came out of one of the cast members. Oh, that's A&E. That was A&E, A&E. Pub- yeah. And they pulled the show. Yeah. A&E pulled the show. And the public backlash against them pulling the show was so much greater than the public outcry regarding what the comments were. Right. So in that whole exchange, everybody lost focus of the fact that one of, I think, I forget what the name is, Whatever he said, the public lost focus about why they yes. were so upset about what he said. They were more upset that A and E made a decision for them. Right. You got to let the public. That's the thing. You got to let people turn off the TV. You got to hit. Look at the end of the day, and this is the truth. I don't think at, at the upper upper levels, most people don't. They care about their money. Yeah, but they like about their money. But when we were talking about kids and stuff, because I just remembered something we watched. I watched the imitation game with my son. Love that movie. So good. And in it, you know, the inventor of this basically invented the computer, but he was gay. And then after he basically won the war, they found out he was arrested for being with a man and it it was just horrible. So they, so we're watching and that's really the end where now, because it wasn't clear to my son that he was gay or anything Mm because they just sort of hinted at it with his, so at the end, then he got it and he goes, well, wait a minute. He's like, wait, it was like illegal to be gay? 
there was a time and I'm like, yeah. And that time was like less than 60 years ago. Like, yeah. it's just insane when it's it's like an alien came. To, you know, he's like, it's it's, you know, it's like when my other my other friend um, son was watching. Oh, what movie? Maybe she saw like Selma with him and she's and, and he's biracial and or no, they were watching Twelve Years a Slave. They watched something. Oh no, no, the son was studying history in school. Right. And he came home and he's like, "Do you mean that at one time, Grandma could have owned Dad?" Oh, that's crazy! And oh. she was like, uh, "Holy shit!" And she had to explain because it was just like because they're growing she up and they're explain. like, "Black is beautiful. Grandma black actually is the president. does own Dad." Yeah, yeah, I have a black dad and a white mom and everybody at school. Nothing like they hadn't. He had never had one you know racial thing said to him, which is so amazing. Right. At, at you know eleven, not really. And not till he's reading in history is he like figuring out like had no clue like, yeah. which is that which is sort of funny because that's kind of like how in Blackish where they're like these kids don't know that yeah. they should be <laughs> there's like <laughs> any racism but it's like it's kind of great. You but know? do you think okay? So with that being said, and all the progress that obviously has been made across the board with racism and yeah. and and in in homosexuality and all that stuff, right? But do you think then? With all the progress, do you think the news outlets, because to me, news is fear mongering. Mm -hmm. They just, do you think they are pushing, oh, there's all this, right? Do you think they're making it seem like there's more of the bigotry than there is? Or do you feel like the, because of social media, we just hear about it more? It might be that we hear about it more. Because if we're saying, and Justin, we're saying we're making progress, right? Yeah, for okay, sure. Okay, but then, sure. but then every every other or every third news story is about racism or you know somebody blowing up a synagogue or something about being people right. being anti-gay. Well, I think those those stories get heat and traction too, and they've got to pick the the juicy stories. You know, you say juicy, well, juicy, think... juicy, <laughs> not juicy, juicy, and that's like, oh my god, right. you know, people are gonna. But, but it perpetuates. Here's what: if, if that's the truth, and it, it is, and if if it is, all that stuff is waning and significantly going down by stoking the fire all the time. To me. You're actually making people in this country seem like not only is it everywhere, but also I think by putting it out there more, you're actually stoking the fire for more of it to happen. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Well, I think that in this country, we're not able to focus on more than one issue at a time. I think that what's, and, and you know what? No, I retract that. I think that the news media is not able to focus on more issues than one at a time. I think that if there's a case like we had in the in uh, oh, for goodness sake in Ferguson, yeah, uh, all of a sudden the attention is placed on race relations, and you have both sides heatedly debating it. You have the the media putting it in your face for for weeks and months, and for those weeks and months, homophobia goes away. Right. No longer is there discussion regarding, oh, well, this happened and this happened. Honestly, in, in the weeks after Ferguson, if Indiana had passed what they just passed, it would have that wouldn't have even been front-page yeah, news. Yeah, it would have been swept under the rug, for sure. Yep. And the same thing, and in reverse. I mean, every, every news outlet is covering Indiana today, whether it's positive, negative, regardless. You don't hear anything about the Michael Browns. You don't hear anything about Ferguson. Right. Because it's a one social issue at a time. Politics will always dominate, 
but social issues one at a time. On, on one at a time. Always one at a time because they cannot comprehend life in America is no longer it's, it's not a what gets the best ratings. It's you need to report the the damn news. Yeah. But in 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 not such a fearful way, I think. And Justin, thank you very much for calling in. I appreciate it. Hey man, for I'll, sure. Love you guys. I was good talking to you. Go get your in touch. Let's do a little old school. Oh, okay. Uh Heather and I are gonna do some old school Chelsea Lately topics while she's getting her in touch. Um I want to say, everybody, if you haven't gone to, and Heather, you should go to this website, wayeasygifts.com. Wayeasygifts.com is the place. If you want to get some gifts, some nice artisanal, teasonal, tisonal? I don't know. You better know the word. Yeah, artisanal. What do you think? Artisanal, teasonal? Tisonal, yeah. Gifts. <laughs> the, um, I was uh, hoping that was the right word. Uh, I know they sell those sandwiches at Starbucks. Go to wayeasygifts.com, guys. It, it, all you do is you put in your age and your sex and how much money you want to spend, and they will pull up a ton of gifts that are in that range for you. It's perfect. It's the easiest website you're going to go to. If you're two days away and you're like, oh, I forgot a birthday. Oh, it's an anniversary. Go to wayeasygifts.com, guys. If Listen, I know you all have listened, and you've heard me say this a zillion times, but look, even if you're not buying, any, buying anything, just fucking punch it in there to the browser. Take a look. Just so you can see how way easy it is. Wayeasygifts.com. Don't be an asshole. That's the new saying. Don't be wayeasygifts.com. Don't be an asshole. Catherine Brown, if you're listening, let's make some business cards. Uh, okay, you ready? You ready? Yes. Okay. So are you playing the role of Chelsea in this? Oh, no, I'll just talk about, like, look, I'm pretty excited. On the cover of In Touch today, it says 540 days without daddy, and it's Suri and Tom Cruise. Can I see what Tom Cruise looks like? Can I just say something about Tom Cruise? And I saw a He's commercial. starting to look weird, though. Yep. But I saw a commercial like for the latest like... Mission Impossible. Nobody runs in a suit better than Tom Cruise. Yeah. You put a suit on that motherfucker and some dress shoes, and he can get it. I don't even know how he does it because the suits are so tight on him and he starts to run and he's like a gazelle. All right, go ahead. I thought it looked like amazing and then about two years ago it took a turn for the worse. But um, he, he looks ripped in this movie. Yeah, so I'm pretty, after watching um, Going Clear, which yep. is all about Scientology. Um, I read the book. I really don't think that he is seeing her. I think, I just think. He's given up? Yeah, and I think that she doesn't keep him and they have some some deal with can it. We, can we um, talk about your... Uh, the worst people. I know they're your buddies. Um, <laughs> let's see. Do we like Kim Kardashian's blonde hair? Oh, no. No. She looks like the kid from Harry Potter. It's just so platinum. I'm afraid but it's going to fall out. Can I ask out. you a question? All right, and I'm going to say this. Okay. I really don't have a problem. The only person I have a problem with in that family is your buddy. But the, the kids, I don't have a problem with. But she's so beautiful. So and yeah, the faces. why the Botox and the plastic surgery? Why I'm I'm not saying she had it, and you're not gonna say, but if she did, at, at, at that just, age, I she's still so gets, young. And I think beautiful. all that stuff gets addictive. The little filler, and then you go to someone, they go just a little bit more, just a yeah, little bit more. But you look worse. She looks worse now than she did. But they five don't years know ago. how to stop. It's like. It's like tanorexia or anorexia. Like right. those people that just kept going tanny or someone that's but skinny. That where does that end that... for her? How old is she? 32? 30? 32? Something like that? Yeah, about that. I, okay. Maybe she's 34. Well, how? Where, where does it stop for her then? I don't know. Because if she's doing this much now, 
It's crazy. Now this one says Maria is um, Mariah. Mariah eating the pain away. Did you see her and shirtless um, Brett Ratner? It's just like just like two really. Are they together? Uh, they they may not be together, but they were eating together for sure. He's still. Looks, just, oh my God! We're talking about Brad Pitt and Angelina. I mean, so good looking. He's so handsome. This this article says that Portia de Rossi really wanted a baby, and Ellen at fifty seven was like, "I'm too old to be a mom." But couldn't she pay? But she's to, heartbroken now. Is she how old is Portia de Rossi? She's forty two, so she could adopt or whatever. Let me ask you about this guy here. About about my uh, son just met um, Donald Trump. Okay, let me. I, by the way, yes, I. Look, and I think Donald Trump is a lot like a lot of people who are hated in this mm -hmm. country. He's mm -hmm. playing a role. Right. The guy is playing a role. It, it, it's great for his business. I love Celebrity Apprentice. Great for his business. So much fun. Um, would you go on Celebrity Apprentice? I would. Would you go on Dancing with the Stars? I would. I think those are the two. That because, you would go on. Yes. I would never do Celebrity um you know the the wee marriage boot camp or no. anything like that. Anything that's like where you just have to like fight and show that your marriage is horrible, like that. I don't want to bring. I wouldn't bring my family in. Any. Yeah. So which Dancing one? With the stars. Which Dancing with the stars. It's like harmless. It's just going to be great exposure, and you're going to get good abs, and it's fun, <laughs> and it's like still, you know, it's maybe not, you know, everybody still loves it, and it's like nothing bad. It's like oh, I want to do this. It's fun. Celebrity Apprentice is a tad riskier because people will tear you apart and could do say they? mean things. Yeah, they do. I mean, in their confessionals and stuff. But I feel like I could have fun and I think I would be good at it. The only thing is, though, more and more, the way you win is to call all your rich friends when you're pr project manager. And I don't have enough rich friends. I don't even know. And they're like, you didn't call anybody. And it's like, I mean, hi, Josh. It's Heather. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. Are, you, are you doing your podcast? Okay, well, I'm calling for Celebrity Apprentice. You know my charity is Make-A-Wish, and I need you to donate $100,000. Uh, is that how they do it? I've never, $100? I, I haven't seen the show. So, in. When, sometimes it's like, think up of a commercial, or you know, and that stuff I think I would be good at. But sometimes it's literally calling your rich friends, and that I don't think is right. What If you did... Dancing with the Stars. Yes. What would be your like your go-to dance? What's your best dance out of the shoot without without anyone teaching you? Like right now, what would you feel like? I would. I, this would be my first one because I'm decent at this one. I think it would be like the cha 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 to Bruno Mars' latest song. And do you have <laughs> Uptown Funk? Yeah. Uptown Funk is so good. And do you have somebody on the show, a guy that you would want to be your partner? Who's ever the tallest? Oh, you yeah yeah you like a and taller over guy. The, no you need a taller person so there's only a couple tall people so I would do that and um, I told Peter because he's like I can't believe you can't get on that show and I said I need a tragic story Leah Remini escaped from Scientology you know yeah. that was her story she did this like goodbye Scientology dance that really like kept her going really it was like the theme of like her like leaving Scientology and so I said I think I need you to die can't we just have I lose just a need, leg can I need you lose be, a leg instead. Him losing like no, it has to be like a widow, and then how about his rosacea gets really bad? And he and he <laughs> like rides his bike off a cliff by accident, so he's doing something <laughs> fun. Wait, wait, you got to think of a different one besides ride your bike off of a cliff be, by accident. It has to be something like he was doing something fun, not like a hang long. Glider. Yeah, and maybe, and then I could come out on a hang glider, 
and then start the dance. Oh, then that's, it has to be yeah. a matching theme. So parachute. To what, I think parachute's better. What is my sad story? What's so my you sad, need a sad story? story? How about your sad story is that you didn't win Miss Tarzana, and then maybe. You, that could be amazing. I mean, right? And so you come I out never, in a Miss Tarzana I never won Miss Tarzana. I want to win Dancing with the Stars. What would be, and you would sing, you would do it to Uptown Funk? Yeah, I, I'm sure they've already done it. I can't, I mean, I, it's a perfect song to do, like a cha-cha-cha to. And, yeah. Do you know the only one I would do? And, again, it goes back to, it goes back to wanting to be a rock star at the end of the day. Yeah. I would do, I would do the voice. I would do the voice. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it. But I'm I not. I'm not good enough singer for that. That's too hard. I'm not either. I watch those people. But and I feel amazing. like dancing. It's really practicing. Like you just practice the shit out of it, and if you know it and you and you perform it well, it can be okay. I think if I really worked on it, I think I could be okay. Do you? And I've actually you talked to somebody who'd been on that show who was like, I actually regret being on that show. Who I can't say. I know. But do you have any? Career I know re- it's really hard. Yes. Yeah. Do, do you have any career regrets? Either something you wish you hadn't done or something that yes. you... Yes. What? When I was working on Keenan Ivory Wayne's late night talk show. He had a late night talk yeah, show. Yeah, I remember that. It was my first job. How did you get hooked up with the Wayans, by the way? My friend just said, would you consider being a writer on a TV show? And I said, what does it pay? And how he told you? me how much it was. I was 27. And I said, oh my God, yes. You know... And what was happening is everybody would get the job, that people would get the job, and then he hated all the writers, so he'd fire them, but they'd get paid for the 13 weeks for Writers Guild. So I'm like, so if I get fired, who cares? Great you know? gig. So, but I didn't think I'd get it. Anyway, I got it. I filled it, stayed home Memorial Day weekend or Labor Day weekend and filled it, wrote a packet and turned it in and met him. And, you know, so I was like, the, there was only one other woman and she was black. I was a one white woman on it. And, I didn't know what I was doing, and then it was just, you know, and he didn't love doing the show, so it was kind of like a weird vibe, but still fun. He didn't like doing it? He didn't like being a host? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it came, I don't know. Uh, yeah, he, he talked about it later, like, he was like, I didn't love it. You know, it wasn't a great thing. So anyway, I um, I didn't know if I was being picked up. I didn't know if the show was continuing. And I had two pilot auditions to act in. And I said... I'm going to call in sick because I've never called in sick and I've been there 11 and a half weeks to go on the two pilot auditions. Mm-hmm. And I did. And I got a, a message that night that I never need to return. Did you get paid for the 13 weeks? I mean, there was only two weeks left of my 13 week thing. Really? He because And then you... and then they were like, and you were going to be picked up. You were going to be picked up for the for the next. I would have been picked up for the next term. And then when the show was canceled, they, I would have had they. They did rerun it for like a year, so I would have gotten wait, even more. Uh, did they money. know you went on the auditions? Uh, they just fired you for calling in sick. Well, because they said, "Where's Heather?" And then, um, who's that really short comic that looked like the son? Bobby Lee? No, that looked like the son in Married with Children. What the hell is his name? God, David Faustino. No, he looks like him. Oh, but he's a stand-up. Anyway, he told everybody, he said... Bruce Fine? Yes, Bruce Fine said... Bruce Fine? Apparently, Bruce Fine said, uh, you know, Keenan, pilot season, and like winked. And he fucked you. Totally. But I came the next day, and I said goodbye to everybody, and I wrote Keenan a thank you note for giving me my first job ever. And you, were, you did White Chicks. 
And then, no, and then, but but then I ran into him later, like a year later at the comedy store, and like everything was fine. Mm-hmm. And then a couple years after that, White Chicks came. But all those writers wrote Scary Movie 1. Uh, and I would have written Scary Movie 1. I probably would have had at least a line in it. Uh, and that's so, yeah, that's Do you the remember one... what the pilot auditions were? Two things that never made it to air. <laughs> you know, even the pilots I went on never made it to air. It wasn't like I, none of them ever even made it. Like, there were all the crappy ones that never even got a green light. And I didn't get them anyway. Oh, look, we've both been involved in a bunch of pilots that yeah. haven't gone. Right. I, I think my, honestly, my biggest regret, I don't know, well... By the way, that's a good question for guests. No one's ever asked me that. Well, your, your biggest regret in for... Because people always say, I don't have any regrets. That's lame. You should have some regrets in your yeah. life. How can, that's not being honest. Like, no regrets. No, that was a regret. Like, totally. You know, I really wish that I had gone on the, on the road earlier. I really, really wish I... I learned so much about myself, not just um, professionally. Yeah. But I learned so much about myself on those really rough journeys in your car where you're right. traveling from one nighter to one nighter by yourself and you're getting paid $50 and sometimes you sleep in a car. Yeah. And I, I know. But I, for me, I learned a lot about myself. And I wish I had done that earlier. I wish I had because I feel like I became such a better comic. Right. Because remember you talking about that honesty part where you – Yeah. That's the time where it taught me to be like, fuck it, fuck the, yeah. these 13 people in Montana are not affecting my, right, are not going to affect, so whether I do the same stupid right. jokes, safe that, jokes, yeah, yeah, that really taught me just be like, fuck, who cares? Right. I, I wish I had done that a little earlier. And also, like I said, it taught me a lot about myself. It taught me a lot that, because when later in life, mm-hmm. when I was in an, a one in one bedroom with three kids right. making $1,200 a month. Yeah. Uh, mentally went back to that time and was like, I can do this. I lived in a car. Yeah. Like I can figure out how to way to piece this together. So it really did in an odd way, prepare right. me to, you know, have one of my kids sleep in an actual closet for a year. <laughs> I'm not sure he's forgiven me for that, but it was a night. It was his own room. You know what I mean? Nice. <laughs> Slept in a closet. That's not great. Um, are you the? Fr- we're looking at a page for the Botox people. Oh yeah. Where? I mean, I feel like everybody probably gets a tiny little. Yes. Yes. Okay. Come on. Right. So everybody, where is the line? Like at, at a certain age, right? When you get to a certain age, don't you? Let's take Meryl Streep for example. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me she hasn't had anything because she ha- doesn't have that thing under her chin. She probably has stuff. It's like that she just she's did done it, it right. Smart. Yeah, done it smart. She did it smart, and she's you know, it's like, yeah, you can do it smart. You can get a little Botox and still move your face, and you'll st- but you'll have some wrinkles, but they'll just be softer, and it look semi natural. Yeah, I don't think like necessarily Botox like is the worst thing in the world. It's it's a freaking. It's the next. This. It's the next best thing to the smartphone. You gonna watch Justin Bieber's? It's the next best thing. <laughs> Are you gonna watch Justin Bieber's roast tonight? Oh, is it tonight? It's tonight. Yeah, I'll watch it totally. Uh, I, I, mean, I may skim through a little, but I mean, wish. I like Natasha's on it and Kevin yep. Hart and Will Ferrell, so I think it'll be pretty good. How could it not be good? I mean, yeah. You know, my only thing about this guy is that has he lived a, enough to have a full roast 
I mean, what are we going to, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it doesn't matter because it's like Joan Rivers, all any did buddy was joke about her old dry vagina That's and true. her plastic surgery face. And Donald Trump was, oh, you're a rich asshole with bad hair. So it's like everybody, it, it feels like that the whole way. Can you make enough creative, funny jokes that'll still make you laugh for an hour? Hope, I'm sure they could. Well, you know the reason, obviously, the reason he's doing this is to be more likable. Right. I don't think at this point anything, I don't think he can come back from where he's been. I, I, I mean, it's going to take a huge PR machine for him not to be douchey. Look at this picture. He's super douchey. Look and at the, that picture. And the girls, and girls, teenage girls are so fickle. It's like... They'll just leave you. Like, they'll just move on to the next thing. They don't care. Oh, there's the next Justin Bieber's in the pipeline but right But you know now. who I'm totally impressed with? The Jonas brother that came back with a vengeance Joe? with the Jealous song and is, like, totally doing great. Is that is He's posing shirtless a lot now? Yeah. But, I mean, his song is great. And he has another song that's great. And it's like, so, I mean, it doesn't... If you are talented, I mean, you can come back. I don't know if we. But I don't they, even know the if we're Jonas Brothers didn't do anything wrong. They just became a little less popular, and then he came back on his own. But like, yeah, he did a lot of really shitty things that made him unlikable. I. I oh my God! Let's talk about this. There's a new show on A and E called Neighbors with Benefits. We're suburban swingers. They say what? married members of a small Ohio town are swapping spouses. It can't end well. First of all, I'm obsessed with swingers. You are? You would never do it. Never, ever. No. It's the worst idea well, they're, ever. Because I don't believe that any two people are 100% on the same page. Wait, these people are not, not horrific looking. Well, I know, because they had to be on the TV show. Look at these two. Like, why would you want... Look how short her legs are. That's like a weirdly, weirdly short legs. Uh, you know what? I would have never in a zillion years picked out how long her legs are. But here's my problem is that, look, who's obviously there? I don't know that I'm confident enough to be like, yeah, yeah, Bob, you can go ahead and fuck my wife. Like, do you know? Because I, the, I have okay. an amazing swinger story. Do we have time for my amazing swinger story? Okay. Yeah. So I have a personal trainer who trains me. And um, oh, maybe I shouldn't say this. How popular is your podcast? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to tell a different story. Oh, <laughs> All right, listen, let's let's do this let's because do we're this. getting it. Let's I take one phone trouble. call and okay, let's, let's get do out of here. Phone call. Who, uh, who are we talking to? Hello? Hello? Andrew? Yes? How the hell do you know all that shit? Oh, this is Jeffrey. Jeffrey who? Oh, hey, Josh. Oh, this is Jeffrey. You'll get to know Jeffrey. Hi, Jeffrey. How are you, buddy? You're scaring me. What yeah, shit do I know? Yeah. What stuff are you talking about, Jeffrey? Um, like all the these little known facts she's talking about with the Jonas Brothers and shit. It's well, I mean, they are pu public figures, <laughs> so you know what I mean. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe I just don't pay attention enough. Oh. No, sorry. It's all right, buddy. How you doing? Good. Um. Oh. 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 I. Uh. A Heather. Yes. I uh, went to. Uh, well, it doesn't really have context with you. Um, but <laughs> Jeffrey, focus, buddy. But I'll, uh, I'll, focus. I'll tell her anyway. Okay, we'll tell um, her. So, Heather, I went down to uh, Buffalo uh, a week ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. When it was. Um, but I uh, went down to see uh, the Wild Wolf Band, yes. or Josh and Jeff yeah. and shit. And. Um, it was so cool. Like Jeff was, uh, he was much funnier than I expected. Oh, good. And, I um, know. And Josh was 
What was the point of my story? I don't know, I but that they're amazing. Wild <laughs> Wolf Band is killing it. Oh, oh, oh Josh, uh, he was just normal. I was like, hey, what? Was like, what's up? Yeah, but what did you expect? That's a, what did you expect me to be like? To have an English accent yeah. on stage. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Chuck. <laughs> oh, 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 Heather, before I forget, do yes. Cousin Jerry from Facts of Life. You, would you like me to do that for you? Oh, that would be, he would love okay. it. Okay. All right. What can I say, Blair? When you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so good. <laughs> Jeffrey. That was pretty good. Great. Thank you. <laughs> I hope that made your night. Jeffrey, um, I'm glad that you got to listen and watch live tonight, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This meditation on Monday night or your new night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just uh, sucks that I, I need the meditation. Yeah, you do. How's the meditation working for you? Good. Uh very good. It helps with the, you never know it, but it does help with the ADD big time. Yeah. And uh, just giving you an overall, I lost focus. I'm drinking a Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> What's a Caesar? What is a Caesar? Oh, oh, oh you guys in the States, uh, it's a Bloody Mary. Oh. oh, it's called the Caesar. Why do they call it a Caesar? Uh, uh, Caesar, because they in Canada it's made with clamato juice. Oh, I don't know. It, it's a whole thing. Well, clamato uh, juice really? is not good. Not tomato juice. No, they use a. Do I want to read the fucking ingredients? No, from the I don't. <laughs> No, sorry, I can't. It's in my wolf koozie anyway. You know what's great? You know what is great is that somebody at some point in time was drinking tomato juice and was like, you know what this needs? Some clam juice. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it makes zero because that means that person had drank clam juice before and was like, yum. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's off. It needs a little. Needs a little tomato. That's gross. Any Canadian, like everyone knows what a Caesar is. Okay. Um, Jeffrey, I'm not making that up. I, I know you're not. Yes, Jeffrey, gosh. we're bumping up against it, buddy. We got a jet, but I appreciate you yeah, calling yeah, yeah, in. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Did I? Yeah, it was cool meeting you. And what else did that just say? Uh, it was cool meeting Jeff and Heather. Uh, I'll cyberstalk you or meet you someday. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when you see me coming, I am normal. He is Great. Uh, normal. Okay, Josh. All right, buddy. Uh, I'll see you, Josh. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. So Jeffrey calls in a bunch. And yeah, he's he's got a tiny little bit of ADD issues. Yeah, I'm not sure those are his only issues, but yeah. I met him a couple of weeks ago in Buffalo. It was outstanding. It was better than I could have possibly imagined. Awesome, it that's, it was, that's great. It was really, really good. Really that's good. Great. Um, do you have anything which you you would like to plug? Um, well, my website is heathermcdonald.net. Not dot com. Some bitch took the dot com and nobody can buy now. No, like people have tried to buy it. Is they're it hold, that journalist? It. Is that is I it don't that know. fucking no, journalist? It's not. No, but someone's holding it now, um, and won't sell it. Ugh. So I figure, who, who cares? cares? Yeah. Um, you didn't want a dot biz? No, dot net. And then, um, but you know what's coming out is dot porn and dot adult. So a lot of stars are buying your name up. Like Taylor porn. Taylor Swift just bought Taylor Swift dot porn Taylor Swift dot adult. To that, protect themselves so that someone else can't d- take it. Huh. 
But right. I mean, I would, maybe, I would love to see. Maybe Heather there, McDonald dot porn. Actually, that's my site. No, there's Heather a McDonald. Facebook page. Net. There's yeah. a Facebook page called J O T J, which is jerk off to Josh. Ew. I love it. I'm okay. flattered. Be, flat, be flattered. I'm flattered. And, I'm, um, I, so I hope somebody goes Josh Wolf dot porn, and we get some good shit up there. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I'm do- I have a lot of stand-up dates coming up too. Yep. I'm in Dallas at Hyenas in April. Cobb's in May. Um, oh, Jacksonville in April. Florida. Have you done that one? Book your own hotel. I'm telling okay, you right, I'm work now. On it right now. Yeah, go downtown. Book your Just own. Just be like 20 minutes away. It doesn't matter. F- do not stay at that hotel. Book your own okay, hotel. Okay, thank you. And um, anyway, so yeah, and uh, I have a new show on TLC coming out. We're still waiting to see if my other TLC show is going to be picked up. You do? How come? What? You, what? It's a, Well, it's called What She Said. They just announced it today. And it's kind of like, it's almost like girl code, but for moms. So who? Like I, a mom code. Are you the host? I'm just one of the women that they yeah. like, where I tell stories like in front of a green screen. Like like girl and guy code, yeah. kind of like that. That's awesome. So yeah, so that's um, Who's on starting that in you? May. You know, we I came in and did everything by myself, but um, Marissa Winokur, Marissa Jarrett Winokur, who was on my TLC, All About Sex, uh-huh. she is on it, and Coco Brown, the comedian, is on it. Yep. And then, quite honestly, there's a couple other comics, but I don't know them. And then there's like some like very high profile like mom bloggers. It's like it's it's a real it's like it's for moms. And when's it start? In May, um, the week before Mother's Day. Congratulations. It's like Shark Week for moms. Yeah. That's what they said they're doing. That's hilarious. TLC, that's what they the article said. Shark We're, Week for moms? Yeah. Like basically like doing uh, the whole thing about mothers. That's awesome. So anyway, we'll see. And then, um, yeah. Congratulations. Uh, okay. What, no? No, <laughs> no mean, it is. It is. I know. I should be really yeah. happy. You're right. You're right. So. Um, you can go to comedianjoshwolf.com, not .biz, not .edu, um, .org, .gov. <laughs> Uh, for dates, and what's my next one? I think I'm in Toledo. Mm-hmm. Not this weekend, the following weekend. Um, and after that, and is know. it Jeff with with you every time now? He's not with me in Toledo. He is with me in San Diego a couple weeks later at American Comedy Company. Oh, I'm doing San Diego in June too. Yeah, in American Comedy Company. Yeah, love that club. Love the train ride down. Right. Love everything fucking about it. Um, and so yeah, so check that out. And also, I'm um. You know, I'll have more news about the television show next cool. week. Upfronts are this week, and they're announced it. And exciting! So shit's happening. Good. I'm pretty excited, and I, I want to thank all you guys, obviously, for listening. And, and um, we love you, and uh, we'll see you next week.